BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having a fabulous, sickening day. I mean, I wouldn't call it fabulous and sickening just yet. I really wouldn't. I thought I was going to start today on like such a great foot. Yesterday was kind of a wash for me. I, I took the day off after mm. the toast because my allergies were bad. And I'm just like, I'm going to stay indoors and try and get better. And so I was like, today is the day. But I already left my coffee at home. I already mm. forgot to put on deodorant. And oh my God, that's so... Wait. Did you forget to put on deodorant? Okay, no, but I've been, I came on the show today with a story to tell about deodorant because like, oh my, that is so crazy. That is so crazy. And I know why, because I'm wearing a collared shirt under my sweatshirt, so I thought I would put it on like after I put on my clothes, even though like I never want to do That's that. That's crazy. You have to do it before, before. you put your clothes on or it's not going to happen. Every time I do my makeup, I then go to the bathroom and wash my hands because I always get foundation on my hands, and then I do deodorant before I get dressed. But yesterday, so I put on deodorant in the morning, and then I left my house at five o'clock to pay a shiva call. And thank God the shiva call was outside because of COVID. But like, I'm sitting at the shiva call, and I'm like, I think I smell. And then I'm like, I mean, I guess I didn't put on deodorant like since this morning, and it was like six o'clock. But also, I ran out of deodorant, and I told you I've been using like one of Ben's old ones that like definitely doesn't even work anymore. I so, only use Zach's deodorant. Like, I think that men's it is, is far superior. Hundred percent. Not this particular one. That's like Roll-On from actually seven years ago. So I'm like. I was so I immediately got so embarrassed and like I was like you have to like hug everyone I was like clenching my armpits it is the worst feeling in the world yeah it is so that's me today plus no coffee even though you're now the coffee queen so yeah I just couldn't really relate to your struggle of well, not I mean, having a you, coffee you also don't have a coffee you have a milkshake okay excuse me this is a latte with an espresso shot that is coffee it just happens to look like a milkshake because of the sweet cream cold you, foam you have a, but I assure you you have a coffee flavored milkshake no I have a grande ice la blonde latte with white mocha and sweet cream cold foam that I got from Starbucks that is in the newest installation on my TikTok series make, make sure to head over to girl with no job on TikTok to uh check out my progress because today is look I never even drink more than a few sips if I don't like it but I would say I'm 35 percent there yeah Maybe more. So is this the one? See, the thing is, is that it could be the one. But what I'm really struggling with is like, of course, all the drinks that I've ended up liking, which is basically this and an iced caramel macchiato, are like 300 calories. And that's not really the point of the coffee. Like the point of the coffee is just to like, you know, 100 calories shit and you shit it out an hour later. Like, but I do have to say... For those asking on the journey, uh, update from my bowels. Like, we are moving. Things like, are moving and grooving. And honestly, like, I might just keep up this series till the end of time so I can be consistently moving my bowels. So let me ask you something. If you are interested in a coffee that's not so... so I, any answer? Yeah. Would you give a fuck what kind of pants instead of a bitch you should? That you're literally sounded like. For a coffee that's coffee and not a milkshake, 300 calories. Why do you even entertain these orders? Because this sounds like a real coffee. That does not look like a real coffee. It, okay, I, did, did I know the color of it before I ordered it? Does this not sound like an, a real coffee? Uh, iced blonde latte. A latte, latte is, is a, a coffee. Is a lot of milk. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so good. <laughs> and then you also have cold cream on top of it? Vanilla sweet cream cold foam. It, that's basically just frothed milk, no? Vanilla Isn't that what sweet makes it a latte? cream cold foam. So there's two milks, the milk and the sweet cream cold foam? Anything that's sweet cream is just not going to be good for you. But it's, but it's good for my soul. Oh, and you I didn't can, say you were looking for a drink that was good for your soul. Then just go back to your caramel macchiato. I, I just want to be like, you know, like one of these girls like sloshing around. No, you don't want to slosh around with that. Like, I, Oh, that is, is tacky? so not respectable looking. Oh, fuck. But it's so good. Yeah. 
Mm. I'm sure it's delicious, but go get a vanilla bean. You want a sip? No. Try it. It's so good. No, I'm like off sugar and stuff. Like that'll just spike all my glucose levels. Oh my God. You were literally a grandma. Like if I didn't think you were a grandma before, <laughs> this journey you went on really made you into a full-blown senile. Well, you know what? They they know what's good. Yeah. The older folk. A hundred percent. I can't wait to age gracefully. God willing. Knock on wood. Not if you keep drinking those. Oh! That's all I'll say. Oh my God, you did not just shame me. Oh, big time. Big time. Especially because you say you want one thing and then you show up with that every day. Have you met me? Like I say one thing and I do the other. Like that's literally who I am. I'm here to keep you on track. You said you want a coffee? Fucking order a cold brew. Sprinkle in. You could put as much skim, almond, soy, oat milk as you want. I can't put in half and half? You could put in half and half, but then it's like a little bit less than the others. Yeah, I don't really like your journey. I'm going to stick on mine because okay, it's you so said, great. You said you wanted. I said what I said. Yeah. And I did and then, what I and did. And then go for some like sugar-free pumps. And that'll get your bowels moving. The thing is, is that this is like a personal journey. I don't tell you how to do your. No, it's your, literally not. You're taking suggestions. <laughs> no, no, not from you. I don't. I didn't tell you how to go on your predicament journey. I think maybe you should just like no, butt like, out of this. You did try to tell me. No, I'm I here to support you. No, and sometimes think- support looks like tough love you know what i guess this is i wasn't all that supportive of your wellness journey in the beginning and this now i know what it feels like right it doesn't feel good (laughs) (laughs) you know what else doesn't feel good this day last year right if you know you know i don't really feel like getting into it i just um no but to me it's not this day last year it's um it was just like zach's birthday last year so we already we already already passed it passed it yeah but uh real toasters know rtk rtk is one year old yeah. Because that's where it came from, right? Yeah, yeah. Because Real Toasters knew. That, like, we literally did nothing wrong and Ashley Jessica wasn't even a real person. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone a nurse. Sorry. Ashley Jessica RN. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Bethany's new show because, okay. first of all, you have to watch it. Like, it was a journey for me. You know, I'm a huge Bethany fan. Mm-hmm. And the first episode, like, the first, like, 20 minutes, I was like, Wow. I see what other people see when they don't like Bethany. Like, she was coming off so, like, unlikable. And basically the premise of the show, it's like The Apprentice. She's looking for her new chief brand officer. The truckers for Bethany have arrived. Um, She's looking for her new chief brand officer. So they cast, like, 10 people who they thought were qualified to compete in different tasks, et cetera, et cetera. Sounds like a good premise. Literally, she gets to, like, the initial cocktail party and she fires half the people. Like, it's so stupid. Sorry, spoiler alert. And then it's like the people that we're left with, it's like, oh my God, who did the casting on this show? Like, none of them are qualified. Like, for this, if this is a real job that exists of Skinny Girl brand, like, that's a huge brand. Like, that's a huge job. And they literally have like influencers. And like, this girl was like, I started my own sock company. Like, it's, it was just like these people were in no way qualified. If you, the, ideally, the person for this job like needs an MBA. Yeah. It's like a really serious job. This person was an event planner. Oh, I do brand. And like Bethany was like, she was like, this girl was like, I help, you know, celebrities and influencers build their brands. And Bethany was like, how? (laughs) And she's like, I get it done. And Bethany was like, well, like how? Like, what do you do step by step? She's like, well, we sit down and they tell me what they need and I get it done. And that girl got sent home. Good. (laughs) Yeah. Like, but even the people that we were left with, like, they're so twisted. Like, they are just not qualified in any way. And after the first episode, I was like, wow, this is like actual trash reality TV. They only released the first two episodes. But then the second episode, like, it's kind of an amazing show. Like, it's so bad, but it's so good. And I was left wanting more. Like, I couldn't believe I have to wait, like, another week to get two more episodes and then another week to get the finale. Like, it's so good. But there are a lot of really weird things about the show. And I think that the show actually does a bad job of representing Bethany's brand. And let me explain. She basically says, like, you know, the brand really lacks social media, like, marketing. They're not great at that, and that's what they need. That's what Bethany needs, and it's like... So you need a social media manager that's still not a chief brand officer. The first talent was they had, like, the chief brand officers, like, making Instagram stories, pretending they're influencers, like, promoting each product. But that's not the job of a chief brand officer. And it was so cringy to watch. It was, like, actually painful. But it makes the brand look bad because, like, Bethany literally pulls out, like, this big-ass piece of, like paper with all of her different brands like the podcast like all of the bethany isms and it's like this is a hundred million dollar brand it's a piece of paper like she just looks so disorganized and then like the people like who are her confidants like her it's her assistant her brand manager and then two of her financial managers which is like you have a personal financial manager it was just like making no sense it looked like her company was like so messy and unstructured and like even like the 
like all the products, they were just like all over the place. Like Bethany had them like test out different products. And one of the things was a coffee syrup, like basically like my white mocha. And it didn't say coffee syrup on the label. So everyone thought it was alcohol. They were taking shots of it. Like it just made her brand look so like, tacky and like messy and it was really like weird and then it also made bethany look so weird because like the first episode was filmed at like one of her um investment properties in greenwich and it was just like this turnt ass house in connecticut in the suburbs and i was like why are they filming a tv show here it was so weird so it kind of made bethany's brand look like kind of illegitimate like it gave me like a really weird vibe that is really weird and but i did learn a lot because she was like you know the alcohol sold whatever but I own 100% of the consumer brands. Like, they have salad dressing, the popcorn. We love the popcorn. She said that the biggest um, category for her guests. like Popcorn. A, <laughs> no. You know, like, all the things that she makes. Like, she has the jeans on HSN. Like, um, So, like, food would be a category. Jeans would be a category. Um, shapewear. Did you even know she had shapewear? No. No, and that's her biggest category. So, I just feel like, really, I left the episodes, like, feeling really confused by her brand. Yeah. Because it's not even about alcohol anymore. And I also, like, if I was her chief brand officer, I kept thinking I would be the most amazing contestant. Like, the social media video, easy. Like, and then she just wants someone who's, like, very straight up with her, and all these people are, like, so afraid of her. I would literally be like, Bethany, like, you have got to evolve. Like, the the logo, like, we need to change it up. Also, like, I might recommend, like, a rebrand, like, in 2021. I don't know if we're saying the word skinny anymore. Like, I just, I think, like, the brand is a little dated, and that's really what I took away from the show, which I don't think was <laughs> the was point. The takeaway. The point was, like, Bethany's this boss, boss, boss. I don't know. She came off kind of annoying. Like, she's talking to the assistants, and she's like, I'm so detail-oriented. Sorry, I have to get up. Because the centerpiece was, like, off-centered in the table. It was just so performative. It was so, like, she was bothering me a lot. But, like, her life is, like, fabulous. Like, her outfits were great. And that's what we wanted when we were yeah. watching her on her last season of Brony, which was that we just want Bethany and her business. I feel like her business is, is extremely legitimate. I'm sure they had to find holes in it in order for the show to work. Like, we need someone to come in and fix all these things. But... Still, that's not a good takeaway. The funny thing is, though, is that the whole, my, like, one of my biggest takeaways was that, was that the brand is, like, kind of dated in the sense that they don't have their social media down. And it's like, no, you're 100% right. I've seen no marketing for the show. Like, I, I only saw it because somebody posted about it in the Toasters group. I haven't seen it on Bethany's Instagram. Like, where's the promo for this HBO Max show? I don't know. I guess the chief brand officer that she ended up hiring did not do a good job. That's really interesting. If there's a season two, I think that you should go on it. I, by the way, I agree. I swear I would but be that's so the good. Thing. It's like, you could do all these challenges, but, like, a chief brand then they're not looking for a chief brand because i'm not qualified they're looking for a social media manager yeah so it's just really unclear like and then the second episode their challenge was to photo direct a photo shoot also not what a chief brand officer does like that's what you hire a director for for a photo shoot like it was just so messy and all, all over the place but this girl nicole who's like the villain is literally putting the show on her back like you hate her but i can't imagine like last night well not last night the, the second episode was so good because this girl lost her fucking mind and like Bethany was actually very cool calm and collected even though this girl was hella disrespectful but like she's everything but she's also nothing you know what I mean yeah okay well you know what I think you've influenced me to watch I'm telling you it's good and I was watching with TPG and we were like calling each other every five minutes we were like this is so it's so good that is so hysterical okay I'm gonna watch I turned my TV on again yesterday I caught up on Real Housewives of Dallas so like I'm back watching TV tonight is part one of the reunion correct yes and, and Roni premiere Roni premiere. I'm really excited. Real Housewives of New York. Um, I like am excited. I just don't feel like they've shaken up the cast like enough after losing Tinsley and Dorinda, even though I didn't really like love both of them. Like they both added value in whatever twisted way that it was. So I'm like nervous, actually. It still feels like a small cast. Did you know that Leah Mob is converting to Judaism? I found that out yesterday on, on her, her Instagram, Instagram story. story. Oh my God. I'm so excited for her. I know. I wonder what the impetus is. Me too. A lot of times if you convert, it's because, like, you met, met someone who's Jewish. Yeah. So but I don't think she, she's dating anyone. But maybe she is. She actually is very interesting. Like, I'm excited to tune in for her. I hope she moved apartments. <laughs> yes. Um, so what else? Like, what's going on with you? Nothing. Just, you know, catching up with Brew. Mm. Like, we have so much to, like, lost time to make up for. So we're 100%. just trying, like, bonding, spending time together. Isn't it, like, like emotional? It is emotional. We were reading last night. He was just being, like, so sweet and cute. What was he reading? He was reading... The Cat um, in the Hat? He was reading Theo's book. Dr. Like Fichemin, Without Borders. <laughs> and he said it was fantastic. Has he read um, 
Girls Don't Die? My book? Of course. Oh, okay, okay. Of course, and he was reading the sequel. He got an advanced copy. I can't believe I actually haven't like promoted my book in a while, even though I did yesterday very briefly. But I don't know if you guys know, I wrote a book. It's on Amazon, literally anywhere you buy books. It was a New York Times bestseller. I feel like once I became a bestseller, like stop talking about it. I suddenly got like coy, but I'm done <laughs> doing that. I'm a New York Times bestseller, USA Today bestseller, Wall Street Journal bestseller, kind of like all of the bestsellers in America and Canada. And the number two overall redheads pick. Which is, honestly, might be my greatest accomplishment because yet. Because we pick some really serious books. And it's all genre. It's not just like all celebrity memoir or all nonfiction. Like, I really kind of like went up against, and I didn't even expect to make it past the first round. And then you came to me. I wasn't really paying attention. And you were like, because I just didn't want to like have my feelings hurt. And I was like, great, I got out in the first round. And then you were like, you made it to the semifinals. And honestly, that was enough for me. Yeah. Dianu. Dianu, number two and number 12. No, Don't forget it. And like, honestly... The reviews, like, keep coming in, and... What's the latest? Everyone is just, like, not to be so obnoxious, but, like, they're obsessed. Like, it's so good. <laughs> like, and I knew it's so good, and I always think everything I do, like, is, like, my farts are, like, next level. So Genius. Good. Yes. <laughs> so good. But, like, dead ass, like, this book, not to compare it to my farts, is just, like, kind of like a sickening tale of two titties, and I think that if you haven't read it yet, you should get it on Kindle or on audiobook or literally anywhere you can buy books. Especially I, since summer is here, pretty much, and this is a beach read. People are saying it's the book of the summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's the book of the season. Yeah. It's and I'm the, the diamond ch- of the season. You're the diamond of the season. This is the book of the season. If you find yourself on a beach soon, this falls under the beach read category. It does. And honestly, even if you don't like to read, like the cover is kind of sickening. And Olivia has it. I have like a million in my, um, like it's decor. In, in one of my cabinets. It's decor. Like Yeah. And then like if you're like taking a picture on the beach, like the it's a little pop of color. If you know you're just sunbathing and someone walks by and they're like "Ooh, bathtub like oh my god girl with no job like it's just a great conversation starter it's also just a great way to find toasters in the wild it's like a magnet for toaster energy 100 percent. and if you use jackie o'flow on your pictures like it's guaranteed the flow plus like the millennial pink cover double the likes guaranteed double the likes have you watched um the new season of younger yet no is it out it's out six episodes on hulu they all came out together i don't know they did like a weird release taylor strecker was explaining it to me because you know she hosts the after show they released four on paramount plus like as a paramount plus hoopla thing and i went to go subscribe and it was literally ten dollars and everyone was like the interface sucks so i decided against it but then i found out it's on hulu and now they've been releasing them weekly and they're up to the sixth episode it's so good like liza is the worst and like that's what makes it so good because like honestly she's just like going through it right now and i'm just like living for it oh yeah I debbie think... mazar has a more developed role like oh, good and I, so does lauren i didn't finish last season i don't oh. think it's real. It's honestly, I just remember like Charles and Liza were together and then like all the problems started, you know? Yeah, of course. Like they can't just let us ever like let us live and be right. happy. So I was just like turned it off. Plus, <laughs> since I watched the bold type and it's literally the same yes. show, I was in bold type mode and I just, I th- it felt traitorous. It's the same type of show. Maybe I should watch bold type. Like I'm really craving more younger. You would love hate bold type. No, like I hate being frustrated watching a TV show. It's so conflicting. There's so much to love. And there's so much to hate. I think you should watch it. I think it would, like, I think you would be really invested. I just love, like, you know, shows about, like, fake workplaces. Like, no, it's, it, it is that. Where like, nobody ever looks ugly or tired. And it's like they're all just magically fulfilled by their no, jobs. And they had time to, like, get breakfast before work. Yeah. And, oh. like, and then walk to work. Oh, and, and then get lunch. And then coffees. Yeah. And then, like, also meet up with the guy that they're talking to and, like, return his sweatshirt. No, like, these people don't get tired. <laughs> they do not get tired. They wake up at 5 a.m. And right. they go to sleep at 2 a.m. And they're so fulfilled. They're so fulfilled. But you, you should, should watch Younger. Okay, and, you and I'll watch, watch the ball type. What, okay. what what is it on? Hulu. Oh okay. yes, it's on Hulu. No, younger is so good, and it's also the final season. So now it's like basically like Aiden and Big. You know, it's like a whole thing. Like, but it's Charles and Liza. Period. I of course, literally but, can't understand or relate to people who think. But there it's are people Liza and Josh. People think like that's what's going to happen in the end. Taylor Strecker would not tell me what happened, but there's a lot of people who think like she ends up with Josh. Like he was the OTP all along. No way. No. Charles was the OTP. Actually, all though, along. now like seeing how monstrous Liza is her and Josh are perfect for each other Charles actually like the fact that Charles is slumming it with Liza is like so (laughs) it's so upsetting because like Charles like he should just I don't want to spoil but like it's just not the right fit okay talk about two people who like are not compatible okay wow I, I, I went and you know I'm such like a I always go for like the traditional I was such a big girly you know and I loved Aiden and what's going on with Daphne Bridgerton oh she's like not really there there's just like a lot a lot of weird things going on I guess because of COVID Daphne Bridgerton like literally is irrelevant Diana literally my favorite character is not in this season 
not watchable then. No, I know. But then I guess like Lauren kind of gets her airtime and Lauren is really like the star of the show. Like I'm dead serious. Like she's just, each season she gets like funnier and funnier and she's really so great. She's the star. And also Debbie Mazar gets like more of a developed storyline and I just live for her. So it's good. I just need less Liza, like for real. Like she's so intolerably How's annoying. How's Kelsey? And I'm watching the show. I'm like, how did anyone, not to be mean, ever think this girl was 25? Like... <laughs> How are these people blind? (laughs) (laughs) She's not. When I watched it, like the first seasons, when everyone really thought she was 26, like I really thought the casting was so perfect because she really could be 26. But this lie was not sustainable because by season six, like, yeah, she she couldn't pass her 25. But I agree. Like the crazy thing was, it was like, who is this woman? She's literally 40, but 25. Like, yeah, it was kind of brilliant. They casted it perfectly. But I'm so glad they got over that whole lie storyline. Liza. (laughs) Because by season five and six, like it's so not believable. But we're past that. What's going on with Kelsey? Literally nothing. And she's also becoming like really annoying. Like the show isn't about Kelsey and Liza anymore. Like it's about everyone else. And I feel like they did a good job of like, it's almost like sex in the city. Like, of course, Carrie was the most interesting at first, but then it's like, I kind of find myself wanting to hear what's going on with Charlotte and Samantha and Miranda more than I even give a shit about kind Carrie. Of. And it's the Darren Star effect. Like, I literally care about the, the tiniest characters more than I care about Liza. And guess who's a new character this season? Who? Heather Mooney. Oh. From, from Romeo and Michelle. Romeo and Michelle. She plays like a college professor who... Uh, Does she play an entrepreneur who invented quick-burning cigarettes? No, but that is kind of her coming-of-age story. That's like before she became a professor, that was what she did. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's like her prequel. Okay, I'm going to watch... Wow, okay, I guess I'm not getting anything done today because I have to watch Bethany Show Younger. Bethany Show will take you five minutes. Like, it's literally two episodes and they're 30 minutes. Okay, fine. I think Brew will be into that because he doesn't really know Bethany because... He was born after her time on Roni. Wow. Imagine being, imagine growing up in like a post-Bethany Roni era. Can't relate. Can't relate. So, Brew will be excited about that. And now I think without further ado, it is time, you know, (laughs) hundred cents time for the fast five stories that you need to know, yeah, you, before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. Add a gallery wall to your home office or send the perfect gift. From art prints and diplomas to photos sitting in your phone, you can FrameBridge just about anything. Here's how it works. Go to FrameBridge.com and upload your photo or they'll send you a package to safely mail in your physical pieces. You can preview your item online in dozens of different frame styles and gallery wall layouts. You choose your favorite or you can get free recommendations from their talented designers. The experts at FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. Instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store, their prices start at $39, and all shipping is free. Plus, our listeners can get 15% off their first order at FrameBridge.com when they use the code TOAST. Uh, FrameBridge is literally the most genius thing ever. The framing industry is like so outdated and so expensive, and it should not cost more to frame like a piece of art than the actual piece of art costs. And like I have been there, so... FrameBridge is so easy. The free shipping is everything. The fact that you can just like upload photos from your phone makes it so easy because you have so many fabulous photos sitting on your phone that like you never do anything with and they should be hanging in your home. Yes. Get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Mother's Day is coming up. Go to FrameBridge.com. Use the promo code TOAST to save an additional 15% off your first order. Go to FrameBridge.com. Promo code TOAST. FrameBridge.com. Promo code TOAST. Okay. Are you ready to get into it? Um, I think I feel ready. Like, I had a coffee. You know, I'm just like a coffee girly. (laughs) I can't relate. First story, Bill and Melinda Gates are ending their marriage. The Gateses are getting divorced after 27 years. The pair announced in a statement on their Twitter accounts. They said, after a great deal of thought and a lot of work on our relationship, we have made the decision to end our marriage. This is so crazy. And let me tell you why. Tell us. Obviously, it's crazy. Because how long were they married? 37? 27. Whatever. Um... A huge accomplishment. So happy for them. But at some point, it's like, just stay married, you know? Like, Yeah, like, what are they going to go and do now? No, like, 27, like, I don't know. I just can't imagine. There's the, so much at stake here, too. But see, that's the other thing. Is there? What do you mean? Didn't they pledge, like, all their money Half away? Half their money. Half their money they pledged to charity. And they gave their kids, like, a dollar each. Did they do that? Like, they gave each kid a million dollars, which obviously is a lot of money, not for the Gateses, but... Yes. If I was a kid, I'd be kind of pissed. Like, really? I flew private my whole life, and now all I have is a million dollars? Well, I'm sure there's, like, 
more to trust. it than that. Yeah, trust. I'm yeah. sure they have like credit card. Oh, you think? Dates. A hundred percent. I mean, else these kids would be like protesting. No, but they, like that is crazy. I'm sure just like it, it, it's a good look for them to be like, we gave our kids, you right. know, what, one million dollars. But like, I'm sure they have like a credit card and, and access. But what about the foundation? Like that's kind of. The charity world is quaking over this. No, like, it's no a lie. big deal. It's is a it, big deal. Is it going to become the Bill Gates Foundation and the Melinda Gates Foundation two separate foundations or is it going to remain the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I want to say it's going to remain, you Me know, too. because like I, I would think that like you know the charity is the charity world is everything to them. No, and like the charity takes precedent over personal matters. But if they were able to just like put things aside and and work on things, then they wouldn't be getting divorced, right? So no. I think maybe, but this might be an opportunity for the charity world to get the Bill Gates Foundation and the Melinda Gates Foundation, and that would be sensational. But this is going to be one of those things where like they're so rich, even them giving away half their money like when they get divorced they're still both going to stay on like the Forbes list you know yeah it's like, like a Jeff McKenzie. And McKenzie yeah yeah so how much money do they have 137 billion is his net worth oh, and, shut the fuck up and I read that there's no prenup <gasps> well of course because she met him when she he was uh 27 nothing. years ago was he a nothing they were both working at Microsoft. Oh, yes, Melinda. Okay, here's the thing. And this is this might be like one of the most controversial statements I have ever said. Okay. But honestly, like 137 billion like just doesn't add up. Like Microsoft is a losery ass <laughs> company. Like I haven't used Microsoft since literally 99. Like when paint was everything in the solitaire, like Minecraft world was just so important. Like so I don't know. That's just like really losery company. And I don't get how you go from that. Of course, you'll be rich if you invented Microsoft 100%. But $137 billion just doesn't add up. I think he has a lot of different... I agree. I hear what you're saying. It's kind of like what we were saying yesterday. Like, About like AOL. Like, yeah. But like he literally invented the internet. And but like how? I don't know. It, it, I don't know. But then also he has his hand in a lot of things. Yes. Like... I like how he's like... He has become the face for, like, internet jokes about just, like, um, Illuminati. So, like, I think the Illuminati crowd is quaking. Like, no, what does this no, no, mean? No, He's become the face of internet jokes, like, about, like, vaccine conspiracies. Yeah. Illuminati, you know? No, but that's, like, Illuminati is a bigger umbrella of, like, conspiracy theories. And, and the he's vaccine... the face of, of this pod of, like, vaccine pandemic conspiracies. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why people would say that. Because, like, when I got my shot, I felt totally fine. I just, like, dreamt about Bill Gates for three years straight. <laughs> And I was just like a little. No, and then you found yourself walking to the Microsoft store. Oh my, oh my god! I can't stop my arms and legs. <laughs> no, so he's just like a funny guy, and like honestly, I'm just. I think that the Illumin, like the the four chan crowd, like whoever makes up all these conspiracy theories, like they're freaking out. No, like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Because like. Bill Gates is more pertinent than ever right now. And by the way, did he even have anything to do with the vaccine like creation, like money or anything? Um, I think that he has like money invested in Moderna? pharma companies. Got it. I okay. don't know. I don't like, know. Like why him? I, I I'm not too deep on Why not Dolly Parton, you know? The conspiracies. It's the scale is different. Plus yeah. there was that TED talk he gave that like where he talked yes, about Yes, that's why. Where he talked about the inevitability of a pandemic. And then, then um, people thought he started it. Yes, but like it was kind of like a little on the nose. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, but by the way, people have been saying that forever. Like the gross, like we were disgusting. We still yeah, are, but like no. And if you watch, there was a Netflix show that came out like right before COVID called Pandemic. That was like kind of like a docu series about like studying different um, diseases. Diseases, and it became clear like this was not a an if but a when. Yeah, yeah. So. That was just like a bad TED talk for, for Bill Gates' reputation. Yeah. So, and then plus like the divorce, it's like, what does Mackenzie know? Yeah, no. And What it's did like, she find out? No, and it's like, if Mackenzie, no, not Mackenzie, Melinda. <laughs> if Melinda like mysteriously disappears, then we know something's up. Yes. Yes. Just keep an eye. Spooky Keep stuff. your eyes on Melinda. Keep, yeah, this is some pretty spooky stuff. No, but this was like a shocking notification to get. Because like at some point, it's the Karen Huger institution. It's like, you just don't even realize that Bill and Melinda hypothetically could get divorced because like they're just not. Yeah, I agree. Well, prayers for the kids. Hard to be a child of divorce, even with a hundred and... Th eh. No, I think actually $137 million. Just no about covers. Nothing <laughs> can hurt your feelings. <laughs> okay, are you ready for our next story? Yeah. We have a lot of men in the news today. Men? Men. Ugh. 
Will Smith is saying he's in the worst shape of his life. That This might have been my favorite thing Will Smith's ever done. Will Smith got real with his Instagram followers on Sunday in a pic that he said shows him with a very, the stars, they're just like us, look. The action hero looks super relatable in the candid shot of him hanging outside near a lake wearing just spandex, workout shorts, and an unzipped track jacket. He said, I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm in the worst shape <laughs> of my life. Let me tell you why it was so funny. Because, of course, like, I'm scrolling and I see the picture. And my first thought, because I'm, like, a judgmental person, I'm like, oh, my God, wow, like, he's put on weight. Like, not, not in a good or a bad way, but, like, that was my thought. And I just never expected him to be so direct in addressing it in his caption. And it just, like, made me love him so much. Like, everyone is in the worst shape of their life, even Will Smith. A hundred percent. It made me feel, like, so – it really – like, that was a moment for the first time in a while where I'm like, wow, stars, they're just like us. Yes, and I feel like at every corner, stars are – just so desperately trying to communicate to us that they are just like us when in fact they are not at yeah. all yeah. like us and will smith like i just had a lot of respect for this because first of all the caption was so funny and second of all like will smith like can literally have like a chef a trainer like a gym in his house and even he's not working out so like why should i yeah no it definitely like was nice to see and very relatable and i appreciate the honesty 100% and just the way he like worded his caption was very funny. Hysterical. What was it again? I'm going to be real with you I'm guys. I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm in the worst shape of my life. By the way, like literally, you know, there are these companies that um like frame, print and frame and like laminate iconic tweets from celebrities. Like need this one hanging over my bed. Yeah, totally. And also speaking of... um male weight gain news. Mark oh, Wahlberg. Of, no, it's part of the same story. Oh, okay. Mark Wahlberg is sharing before and after snaps of a 20-pound weight gain in three weeks. He's gained 20 pounds. He's gained 20 pounds in three weeks. On Tuesday, he showed off his 20-pound weight gain in three weeks on Instagram after revealing last month that he planned to gain 30 pounds in six weeks for his role as a boxer-turned-priest in the film Father Stew. The, here are the pictures. Oh my god! So everyone's just like getting really real with us. Can I tell you something? I didn't realize this was for a role. I thought this was like by accident. Do you remember when we were talking about Morgan Stewart? Like had gotten like some backlash for like her post baby body for being the snatcher for being the snatcher. And I was just like, well, when Morgan Stewart does it, like it doesn't bother me. But, like maybe if em like if someone else did it, it would have bothered me. So Will Smith being real with us like doesn't bother me. I'm empowered by it. But like Mark Wahlberg, like shut up, like. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they essentially did the same thing, but, like, I find Will so endearing. I'm a bigger fan of Will Smith than I was before, and Mark Wahlberg, like, seriously, like, shut up. No, and also, like, having to gain weight for a role. Like, talk about not relatable. Imagine having that much control of your weight that you can gain and lose for work. No, getting paid to gain weight. The dream. The dream. If that were the case, I would be the next Melinda Gates. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, but everyone's just getting real, so. We're all just getting fat. We are. Some of us are trying to turn the tides. Some of us are also not having success. And some of us are drinking milkshakes. You know, wellness looks different for everyone. Um, you know what else looks different for everyone? What? I don't know, but today's episode is brought to you by <laughs> IP Vanish. We're welcoming a new sponsor to the show, IP Vanish. We love a new sponsor to the show. Do you want to know what IP Vanish is? Of course. I want everyone to know what IP Vanish is. It's a virtual private network, which is a VPN, a super important tool that helps you safely browse the internet. You can use a VPN on your computers, tablets, phone, even things like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use a VPN, all your data is encrypted, what you're reading, what you're searching, what you're watching, whatever it is that you're doing. It's important because what you're doing on the internet is no one else's business but yours. IP Vanish helps you remain anonymous and secure on the internet. For listeners of this show, IP Vanish is offering an incredible 65% off, just $3.49 for the first month or $31.49 for the year. Here's everything you get with IP Vanish. Anonymous IP addresses. This means your personal IP address can't be tracked by anyone on the web. You can circumvent any online censorship. IP Vanish has more than 1,500 servers in 70 plus locations. I used actually um, IP Vanish when I was in the British Virgin Islands to access the Meghan and Harry interview because it wasn't available there yet. And you also get 24-7 support. Email them, chat with them, even call them. They're there to help. So this is great. And I feel like for a lot of the former toasters listening, if you want to troll us anonymously so we can't find your IP addresses, you should check out IP Vanish. This one goes out to you. It's really affordable and it'll protect you. Go to ipvanish.com slash toast if you want the special savings, which is 65% off. They have plans starting at just $3.49, or like we said, $31.49 a year. This is the time to sign up with our discount code and their current promotional offer. You can get a VPN for 65% off their usual offering. IP Vanish is the best of the best, even rated 4.7 out of 5 on Trustpilot, and that's with more than 6,000 reviews. 
ipvanish.com slash toast is the link to get the special offer. Start protecting yourself online with IP Vanish. Love it. Okay, next story. Adam Sandler has a hilarious response to being turned away from IHOP. Yes. So last week, a 17-year-old Long Island hostess, Diana Rodas, didn't recognize Adam Sandler and told him it would be a 30-minute wait for a table at IHOP in Manhasset. After she realized her mistake, she made a TikTok about the experience garnering more than 9 million views. She found the security footage of her literally turning Adam Sandler away, and he was so cool, and he was like, okay, cool, bye. Yeah, she said not realizing it's Adam Sandler and telling him it's a 30-minute wait, and him, of course, leaving because he's not going to wait 30 minutes for IHOP. I want to... Okay, so let's say she knew it was Adam Sandler. Right. Um, I was in line first. Like, <laughs> why do you get to cut? Like... No, I, I agree. It would have been cool, but like, oh, you're Adam Sandler, love your movies. It's 30 minutes. Like, I don't understand, like, whether or not she knew. Just because like, they're famous, why don't you have to wait in line with the rest of us? Stars, they are just like us, get in line. No, if that's the rule, like, I would like to skip some lines. Like, I just, I think it's funny that she didn't know who he was, but I don't like the what, assumption what, that, like. Right, what would that have changed? What would have been different? Yes. You know, I, to I agree with you. Um, and so he responded to the viral TikTok saying, for the record, I only left the IHOP because the nice woman told me the all-you-can-eat deal didn't apply to the milkshakes. Well, he should have hung out with you and he'd be, <laughs> and he'd be fine. I have his milkshakes. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, honestly, this is like just great PR for IHOP because now I need a pancake and a milkshake. Do you remember when IHOP rebranded to IHOP? Yeah. But was it was like an April Fool's prank. Unclear. They, they never, never cleared, followed up. They never yeah. cleared that one up. So like in my mind, I keep like whenever I see an IHOP, I'm like, oh, they haven't changed their logo yet. Like <laughs> I, they never like followed up. Untold on, the joke. Or like made it like full circle. That's the danger of April Fool's jokes. Hundred. Your announcement of the joke has to be as big and as well received as the actual follow up of the joke. Yeah. I totally agree. But in the meantime, Adam Sandler didn't eat at IHOP. And that's a tragic story. It is. It's a tragedy. You know, Adam Sandler, um, like, lives near NYU, and he plays basketball in, like, the... There's, like, two gyms. One of them is, like, obviously, like, some new sponsor just put it in because it's, like, sickeningly stunning. It looks like a Planet Fitness. And then another one is called Kohl's, and it's, like, an actual dump. Like, there's rats everywhere. Nobody uses it. But Adam Sandler goes there every day to play basketball, and he walks around NYU like in his basketball shorts. So I actually have seen Adam Sandler. So this story is kind of personal to me. Okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's definitely thinking of you mm -hmm. when he wrote that tweet. <laughs> oh, he responded in, in tweet form. Oh, I don't know where he responded. Probably not a tweet. I just assume everything is. Are you ready for our next story? Sure. Because finally, some respect. Well, it's not finally. Sometimes it happens, but some respect is being put on Pink's name. She's receiving finally. She's receiving the Icon Award at the Billboard Music Awards. She says that she feels humbled and honored, as she should. Pink is set to be honored with the Icon Award at the Billboard Music Awards on May 23rd. People can exclusively announce the singer will also hit the stage for a hit-filled performance. Oh my God! It's going to be like her. Has she done the Super Bowl? Yeah. No. She should. Oh, you said that before. That she should. Yeah, maybe that's why it. I thought she a hundred percent should. But this should. feels like a good first step. Yes. Because she has, people don't realize, like, hit after hit. She's literally the been. The hits start coming and they don't, don't stop coming. Come to know them and I hit the ground running. People don't realize, like, for literally every phase of my life in the last 15 years, like, there is a Pink song associated with it. Mm -hmm. And she does not get enough respect. But she, like, is so, like, she doesn't care. Do you know what I mean about any of that shit? Yeah, she doesn't need all these awards, awards and accolades. She sells major tickets. Like, her, her songs perform so well like she doesn't need any sort of um validation but i'm sure it feels nice yeah and it's nice for the fans you know because yeah. then we get a, you know a pink medley performance in the billboard music awards and, and now i have a greater chance of watching you know what i think it is with pink i think there's probably like millions of people who are like fans of hers but she doesn't have like a lot of like number one fans like stands. everyone just like likes pink nobody like would get hit by a bus for her like they would like ariana grande you know but i think that that is probably a part of her longevity and like her mental health for sure yeah. it's like, super toxic to have like that type of yeah because you know adoration it it's, it's not sustainable it's not sustainable and it's can turn yeah so that, i think that's what it is like no one if i had five tickets to a pink concert i don't think i would find one person who would say no like everyone just like likes her you know yeah yeah. like unless she, someone couldn't come right and her talent like is there the singing the dancing the tricks in the sky like the acrobatics the acrobatics thank you that's yeah. the word i was looking for they're there for sure so 
BBMAs. Maybe I'll be watching an award show. We shall see. The BBMAs are usually pretty good. They usually are good because they just like play the songs that like charted. So the songs that actually do well, not the songs that like the Grammys decide are good. Yes. Agreed. So are you ready to get into our fifth and final story? Is it the fifth and final story? Yes, it is. Yeah. NYC's bougiest restaurant, 11 Madison Park, (gasps) goes completely vegan. 11 Madison Park, one of the world's most acclaimed restaurants, has announced its menu is going vegan, according to a statement by chef owner Daniel Hum on Monday. In an exclusive interview with the Wall Street Journal, the Swiss-born chef said, if 11 Madison Park is truly at the forefront of dining and culinary innovation, to me it's crystal clear that this is the only place to go next. This is crazy. So 11 Madison Park is like the fanciest restaurant in New York City. Have you ever eaten there? Um, no, but they did a pop-up in the Hamptons, and I oh. ate at that one. So. I ate at the one in New York, and I got so sick because <gasps> the food was so rich, and like everything's gout? coming out. Literal gout. I got gout from, well, allegedly from 11 <laughs> yeah, no, Madison Park. We don't Park. want any like No, slander. but like the food is so rich. There are so many courses. Everything comes out hot, cold. It's just like. A lot. It's a t- tumultuous on the stomach. But they're going vegan, and so I feel like I have, like, I don't know, maybe I should try it again. plant-based? Plant-based. It's the same thing. Yes, the relaunch menu is described as an, well, no, it's not the exact same thing, because vegan also cuts out other stuff. You could be plant-based and not vegan, but if you're vegan, you're plant-based. Got it. I know, that didn't make clear. None, none. The relaunch menu is described (laughs) as an 8 to 10 course menu in the main dining room consisting of entirely plant-based dishes. The three Michelin star restaurant at 24th and Madison in Manhattan will reopen for service on June 10th. Let me say something. I'm really happy that the vegans have a fancy place to eat. Like, they deserve it 100%. They work so hard. But... I just hope this doesn't become a trend. This is like, the kind of meal you can look forward to at 11 Madison Park. Literal garden in a plate. It's a literal bowl of just lettuce. Oh, and that will cost and, you $67. And some apples. Yeah, no, it's um $355. Oh, no, it's the average price tag is $500 because you have to buy, you buy the experience. And so it's hundreds right. of dollars per person. You're getting like 10 courses. So I just hope like, whatever, great. Like there are very rich, fancy vegans who might want like a night out on the town and they deserve that. I just hope this isn't a thing that like popular restaurants start to do because like us carnivores, like we still got to eat. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, not here for it. Like I, I do feel for the carnivores, of course, but like for me personally, if everything were plant-based, I would if I could look at a menu and order anything I wanted from it, that would be a whole new experience But for most me. people can't do that, whether it's religious, allergies, taste. I pretty much, I eat like mostly, like I don't have that many restrictions allergy-wise and kosher-wise. Like I have a few, but like I literally, I go to a menu and I'm like, where's the chicken and where's the salmon? That's the only two things right, I eat. Okay, so say like the world was trending towards like only serving chicken, salmon, french fries, and chicken nuggets. Like, and mm. they were going to make all different versions like with mm. those ingredients. Like, yeah. wouldn't you look forward to that? Thrilling. Like you'd be like, sorry, everyone. But this is my time to shine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. No, you're, now that you put it in that perspective, <laughs> you're 100% right. That sounds amazing. And then you could look at a menu and literally anything, you would like anything that's on it. You know, like that's why I love going to McDonald's. Like the menu is really just like Claudia friendly. Yeah, there's so many different types of chicken sandwiches and types of different nuggets. Spicy, tender, like it's just... It's thrilling. Yeah. And the sides. Oh, my God. I can't even, get, like, get into it. So exciting. Um, so the Love and Madison Park story is interesting. One, it's, like, the fanciest restaurant. But also, like, could they be a trendsetter? Is this the way that the world is going? Interesting. It's considered the fanciest restaurant, like, in the world, right? Or in the city. In the city. Actually, one the city by is, land, like, the fanciest city. One if by land is actually considered the fanciest in the city. You think so? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, before we wrap up, but today's... now they're going to have to just cut it one if by plant based, two if by sea. <laughs> yeah, not even by sea because that's not plant based. Two if by farm raised fish, right? Because you know that I was having farm raised fish for the past two weeks and it tasted amazing. Do you feel like you raised? I some fish? they were sh- farm to table fish. Wait, farm raised yep, fish? They fish don't live on farms. That's why it's crazy. They like fish tank and create them in the fish tank. Sounds like you're making this up. I'm not. I swear. Farm-raised fish. Look it up. Um, Before we wrap up today's show, I do have a little mindlessness that I would like to share. (gasps) No. And that's brought to you by Public Goods. 
I'm obsessed with public goods. They basically make all the products you need for your home. Some of my favorites are the all-purpose, like a surface cleaner, perfect for your countertops, your dining room table. It smells so good. So it's literally like cleaning and also lighting a candle. Like it just leaves your home smelling fresh. I love the hand soap. It comes in this very chic. All of their branding is like very elegant and chic. So it's like, you. oh, I accidentally left my surface cleaner out when I have company. That's okay. She's elegant as fuck. Right. It's like she cleans and she's elegant. Public Goods is the one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. Everything from coffee to toilet paper and shampoo to pet food. Public Goods is your new everything store thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. Rather than buying from a bunch of single product brands, Public Goods members can buy all of their premium essentials in one place with one beautiful, streamlined aesthetic. Public Goods searches the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. So, like I said, the surface cleaner being clean is great because I... you know, spray it all around Theo and I don't want to have like a million chemicals around him. Of course. So it's just nice to know that I don't have to worry about any of that, you know? No, 100%. They also have these delicious chocolate almonds. Yes. That were so good wolf down in a day. Thanks, Public Goods. All their products are ethically sourced and they obsessively develop each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives um, that are still common in drug and grocery store shelves. They're committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, more importantly, and the environment. You, it's nice to know what's in your products and that where they come from is important. Small changes in the way we shop can make a big impact on personal health and the world at large. They use a membership model to keep costs low and pass on even more savings to their customers. Best of all, you can make a first purchase with no obligation. And they plant one tree for every order placed and incorporate sustainability into every part of the company. Join hundreds of thousands of others who have switched to their new everything store. Guys, it's literally the everything of the sort store because they have everything and all the products are everything of the sort. Um, we've got a great deal for you guys. You can get $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase so they are so confident that you will love their products and come back again that they are giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase you know no questions asked plus right now you can receive your choice of a free pack of bamboo straws or reusable food storage wraps with your order I have to say the bamboo straws are some of the best sustainable straws I've used from public goods like they're the best um and you literally have nothing to lose at publicgoods.com slash toast or you can just use code toast public p-u-b-l-i-c-g-o-o-d-s dot com forward slash toast to receive that $15 off your first order that's public goods so good yes don't be confused with public good morning millennials <laughs> um okay a little Kelly's mindless news like the 4th of July. This segment is in no way sponsored by Kelly Ripper or any of her family, friends, or acquaintances. We apologize in advance for any offense we may cause, but Kelly just makes it way too easy. No, Kelly's PR team just makes it way too easy. (laughs) Kelly Ripper wows in gorgeous swimsuit for sun-soaked anniversary selfie with Mark Consuelos. So just with that headline, tell me... It's an oxymoron, because how are you wowing in a swimsuit when you're taking a selfie? Precisely, but just if you were a typical consumer who wasn't uh, abreast on the mindlessness that is Kelly's Okay, mind- so I'm going to say, even though it's a selfie and she's wowing in a swimsuit, maybe they did that zoom out feature on selfie. You ever mm-hmm. do that where you're taking a selfie and then you press that button and it zooms out a little bit? Maybe she got a high angle and so she's wowing in her swimsuit next to her husband. Kelly Ripa had all the feels on Saturday. Don't forget that there's major sun as it is sun-soaked. Yeah, and it's like crystal clear and like sickening, yeah, like great when filter. Yeah, like when you're standing directly in the sunlight. Like yes. you have, yeah. Like honestly, like a Kylie Jenner selfie, like when she stands in the sun and somehow like doesn't squint. And she's like. Yeah, yeah, right, okay. Yeah, that's Kelly. Okay. Kelly Ripa had all the feels on Saturday as she marked her 25th wedding anniversary with husband Mark Consuelos. And even though we're making fun, that is a huge feat. Bill and Melinda 27. tapped out at 27. Let's see how, they, how far they go. The Live with Kelly and Ryan star and her actor spouse each shared a variety of photos to publicly celebrate their love for each other on social media. One, this one stood out to Hello Magazine because one in particular posted on Kelly's Instagram saw her and Mark display their age-defying looks as they soaked up the sun surrounded by palm trees. Kelly looked phenomenal in a monochrome swimsuit as she posed makeup free on her knees, bending towards the camera and flashing a beaming smile. Mark looked equally incredible, rocking a pair of black swimming shorts and a baseball cap as he displayed his toned physique. Running across the image, Kelly said, happy 25th, baby. So I just have to say, before I show you what this like blurry ass, like piece of shit image looks like, it's worth noting like Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos are literally like probably two of the people in the industry who look best for their age. Like, I can't tell who looks better, him or her. Like, they both are snatched and, like, are just, like, stunning. I just don't really feel like this image was newsworthy. And I'm going to show it to you, and, of course, we will post it on our Instagram. In my head, I'm just thinking of the two of them, like, on a beach, direct sunlight, like, sickening, her and her monochromatic bikini. No, this is literally taken on an Android. (laughs) 
And it's a story. It's a story. Like, so her shitty quality story makes news. Make it make it make sense. Make it make sense. And she's like not even in the picture. And her monochromatic suit, she's bending over. You can't even see her bathing suit. That, that ain't right. And the screenshot, like, this looks like the same person who's running Bethany's, like, social media. Like, it's just not. It's not it. It's just not it. And it, like, is an otherwise cute photo. There just doesn't need to be an article about it. No, exactly. And it's like, that's what makes Kelly's Mindless News so frustrating. It's like, there's, there is actually, like, stuff to talk about when it comes to Kelly Ripa, but they're just choosing, like, the most mindless. Yeah. No, but it's definitely an effective strategy. Because now I associate Kelly Ripa with mindlessness as opposed to, like... Controversy. Yeah. Could be worse for Kelly Ripa. Yeah. That's true, actually. Maybe that's the They're whole... They're, like, inundating us. And the more we talk about it, like, the more we're fueling this machine. But we are onto something. 100%. No, this is this stra- the PR strategy for Kelly Ripa's team. Like, inundate them with mindlessness. And I just hate... It's like... It's like in that, that and scene. they'll get so sick of hearing about her and talking about her that they won't spend time talking about the things we don't want them to talk about. That's true. But it kind of feels like, you know, in Josie and the Pussycat Dots when they were like putting the subliminal messaging through the music for the youth. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't really feel like good about the fact that like Kelly's PR team has like decided to kind of subliminally, subliminally message us and like mess with our minds. So that's why I do the work that I do when it comes to Kelly's mindless news. No, calling it out. But I also think that the first step is like knowing that you're being messed with. Exactly. And we've taken that step. And honestly, that's like all we can do. You know, it's, it's out of our control. But call it out when you see it. Call it out when you see it. Um, so that's a little Kelly's mindless news and we hope that it was mindless enough for you. We do. Um, anything you want to like say? Oh, we actually have a great guest on the show tomorrow. Yes, we do. So that will be really fun and exciting. Tomorrow's hump day, the toaster. So exciting. Roni premiere tomorrow is going to be a big day. Dallas reunion. Oh my God, it is going to be a long show tomorrow. And also I have so much TV to watch today. So if I thought I was going to be like, you know, up and at I'm working out, like cleaning out my closet, maybe tomorrow. Well, tomorrow, actually I am cleaning out my closet with my favorite home organizers done and done. They're like a fabulous, hilarious mother daughter duo. And I'm going to Patreon vlog it because like, I just feel like at least for me, I don't really get as much done unless I'm vlogging. Cause I have something to prove. Like I want to want people to think I'm disgusting. Like I have dirty underwear everywhere. You no, know, it holds you accountable. Right. Yeah. So that'll be on the Patreon and a bunch of fabulous things happening this month on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash morning toast. Uh, $7.99 to get five extra episodes from Jackie and I a month. Their vlogs, their podcasts, they're really anything you want them to be. And you can request personal episodes because once you become a member, you get access to the Facebook group, which is the last remaining Facebook group, uh, The Toast After Dark. So $7.99, five free episodes, five episodes, five uh, fabulous memories and access to the Facebook group and a great way to support your favorite gals. Yes. Also, last month was such a bang up month. Content, 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 content. No sleep. If you have like so many questions about my retreat, like go to the Patreon. Every single one of them is answered in my vlog. We did a Q&A. Like I'm getting to the heart of the matter. If you just like want to know what I was up to in the last two weeks. It's so important to get down to the heart of the matter. It's so important. Because did I, was that what I said? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's our show, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Our morning. show. No one else's. Don't get it twisted. Do not get it twisted. No, like, no one else is taking credit no, for no this. No one wants to be associated with us. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, The Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast fact stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us. Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We'll see you guys tomorrow for Hump Day. Goodbye. 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 Goodb